Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Mystic Chick here. It's about that time to grab a virgin banana daiquiri, or if you are a little bit more adventurous and would like to try one of these wonderful, interesting tarot drinks that I've found, you could either drink a Nectar of the Gods, a Bitter Truth, or a New Beginning. And get settled into a big, puffy cloud of positive energy to contemplate another morsel of mystic goodness. Oh, that's a mouthful. I have to say that that is a plethora of drinks. Um, so tonight's episode is about the world of tarot. I actually titled it Tarot, A Love Story because it's was one of the uh, first methods of divination that I completely and utterly fell head over heels for. And so that's kind of what we're working with tonight. Um, Before, and I know there are, it looks like there's some people hanging out on the line already, which is great. I applaud that. But um, we do have some stuff to get through first before we're doing readings. So we're not doing readings until 530. Central Standard Time, so it's five o'clock now. It's five o'clock somewhere. It is the happy hour episode, so there you go. Um, so if you want to hang up and call back, that's fine too. Or if you just want to hang on the line. Oh, I'm drinking actually coffee right now to keep myself all focused and centered. Um, and. It looks like my lovely co-host is on the line, uh, Virgo Lass, so I'm going to click her on. Hi, here I am. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> How are you today? It's a dark and stormy night. It is a dark and stormy night. We're actually getting tornado warnings, which I never usually pay attention to those because, you know, we live in Chicago and usually those just kind of spin out over the lake, but... Very recently, over the summer, we actually had a tornado that, like, uprooted trees from, like, a street that's, like, two streets behind me. So. Oh, yeah. That was uh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm like, battening down the hatches here. Um, You know, Virgo Lad is supposed to be on his way home at some point. So, hopefully, like, you know, it isn't too bad this time. Oh, I know. I actually, my son, um, who is 17, is out and about and he will be heading home soon and he gave an update that he was not leaving where he was at because he was worried about the weather so um just kind of sending him some positive energy that he gets home smoothly and easily um yeah it's a crazy night so and i i have to say just this is my little caveat the beginning of the show i always add drinks and especially since we kind of went from <laughs> it's always alcohol based um my older shows are nightcap with mystic chick and now we've kind of worked our way to prime time woo with happy hour with mystic <laughs> chick <laughs> so but i do have to say that um when you are say reading tarot cards um, it is advised that you don't drink things with alcohol in them because it can kind of really yes Uh, it kind of like really messes with um, the information that you get and you're just not as in touch and it's just all around not a great idea I know 
definitely huh? see that as as I'm pouring myself a glass of wine right now. But <laughs> but you are the reader. I'm just along the ride here. So I'm the reader. I'm drinking coffee with choc- dark chocolate almond milk. So non-GMO, gotta love it. Shout out to the non-GMOs. Okay. All right, I've got my little half glass of white wine here. I brought my deck with me just in case I want to do anything in it. But like, but as we said, like, I think that we have some people who are looking forward to readings. However, um, I'm still like, you know, pretty new to the tarot reading thing. I'm still learning it. And I'm honestly not entirely sure if I'm ever going to be the type of person who does readings for other people. For me, it's very much of a internal thing. Like, um, you know, I just do like, you know, my, I, pull cards for myself every day and then just kind of journal about them and kind of like get a sense of what my day is going to be like, what my week is going to be like. Um, Once a week, like I just did it today, I know that um, a Tuesday is like the middle of the week for most people, but for me it's the beginning of the week. Um, (laughs) I do a embrace, release, and theme of the week for like a three-card, a quick three-card reading just to kind of get a beat on, you know, like, what my week's going to be like, and I had a bunch of reverse cards this time, and I was like, all right, it's going to be one of those weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it has been lately. Um, and I think that that's a great way, and they do recommend that that's the way you start, is to kind of practice with yourself every day, um, starting a journal, kind of getting a sense, because you actually have to build a relationship with your cards. It's not an instantaneous thing. It's, I, I mean, even if it's love at first sight, it's not, it's like any sort of group work with anybody in the business world. <laughs> it's like, okay, we've got to figure out our styles, how we work together, like what, you know, how you say something versus how I say it and, and understand, having that mutual understanding. Um, and it actually, it is a thing with tarot cards. And so um, they do say that, you know, it's good to kind of have the, it sounds crazy, but have the cards on you a lot at first, um, sleep with them under your pillow to kind of have them connect with your energy and kind of sync up. And um, it actually does make a huge difference. And then they also say like, if you have, if you do a reading for someone and (laughs) depending on the reading, like I've done readings in all sorts of different, um, ways you know i've done readings in person i've done readings over the phone online by email all kinds of different things and um but if somebody is physically there in front of you and they happen to have some sort of toxic issue um and they were touching the cards because like for me at least i shuffle the cards and if i'm working with someone in person i let them cut the cards and so um after that, there's like all sorts of different methods to kind of like detox the cards. Or I would do um, readings for like hundreds of people <laughs> in, you know, in a, a course of a week or two, like it's several events in a row or that sort of thing. And then it was like, okay, you need a timeout. Like I would spend a lot of quality time with my cards after that and not let anyone else touch them for a while. And uh, so that, that is a thing. Well, you know, I actually just read recently that, because I know that when people get into tarot cards, all of a sudden they collect, like, decks like crazy. But uh, one person suggested that, 
you really only need three decks. You need one deck to read yourself, um, a second deck to read other people, and then a third deck. And obviously, this isn't going to be for everybody. If you're kind of witchy, then that's the one that you do magic spells with. You know, like you'll write like a sigil on it with like, you know, um, a magic marker or you'll like, you know, like take a specific card and then you'll burn it or, you know, like that sort of thing. Oh, okay. So obviously, See, like, hmm. yeah, so probably not something like, you know, you might want just like, you know, a basic like Rider Wake deck for that, you know, like not, nothing that's going to be like, you know, heirloom quality, like, you know, <laughs> deck that with all this beautiful art in it that uh, you're going to like, you know, mess up. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. I, well, and there's, there's so many decks and I do, I do feel how people could you know, collect, collect them all. But um, for me, cause there's so much great artwork out there and other things, but I've tried to like get different decks before. And the deck that I've had the longest, the, the basic rider weight, like I can't let go of it. It just is my jam. Like I just, everything else I have pretty ones, but like I barely use them because they just don't give the same quality of information. Um, so it's, well, and my son, when he was little, um, trying to, like, get the kids involved with tarot cards and that sort of thing, they have a rider weight one that has gummy bears um, instead of people. Oh, <laughs> this is so adorable. Now, it's kind of awful when you look at the one, the gummy bears being stabbed. <laughs> but still so cute. And death is, it, in the tarot, death is not really death. And that's, like, something to really talk about. <laughs> With all kinds of people, but it's like, and children, especially, it's like, it's not really death. It just shows it's the end of a cycle um, or that at the end of a situation. So, um, and death is something that, you know, needs to be kind of understood. I think a lot of times, um, you know, 50, 100 years ago, that sort of thing, and pretty much since the beginning of time, kids witnessed death all the time. And it was just yeah, exactly. recently. It wasn't something they were shielded from. No. And so just recently in the last, you know, I don't know how many generations we've kind of like done a better job, not a better job. I can't say that. I know that there life was life, but I mean, I think that we've had a focus and we've been able to shelter children more from that sort of thing. And so. Exactly. And being able to shelter your child is definitely a privilege, like, cause you know, not everybody is able to do it. Um, but if you do have that privilege, you know, it's definitely nothing to take lightly and something to be very grateful for. Yeah, it's, um, it's definitely, (laughs) but it does, it does bring up a lot of nagging questions nowadays because like things that are archetypal symbols and that sort of thing are kind of horrific. (laughs) It's like, oh, that's a thing. See, you guys were sheltered from that, but (laughs) Oh, I actually have a really good story about um, having my tarot cards read at a young age. So um, this was when my husband and I first got together, and it was our first trip together. We went to New Orleans, and one night we decided, let's just go, like, what is happening? Let's, you know, like, go and, you know, like, get our pictures told to us. And we passed by this one store, like, on Bourbon Street, I think, and it was just a little touristy store, and, like, there was this kid in front, and he was like, yeah, I do tarot cards. I'm 
see me. And we were like, well, we're planning on going to this, like, other house place first. It was, like, this fancy tea house where a friend of mine was getting, had gotten her cards for a couple of weeks before. And we were like, oh, but maybe we'll come back. So I went and I did that. It was okay. And, you know, it was, it, it was fine. <laughs> Nothing very revelatory. And then um, my husband went to this other, like, occult store, and I he liked his reading, but I think it was just, like, him and the um, the tarot card reader, like, just nerding out about Alistair Crowley. So they were basically just, you know, like, um, a couple of comic book nerd boys just, you know, just talking about stuff. Oh, my god! So then we went, we were like, so let's go, you know, let's go back. Let's go back to that one kid. And, like, you know, um, and by kid, I mean, he was, like, 19. I mean, we were, like, maybe, what, like, 24 at the time. So <laughs> I was that much older. <laughs> so we went back We went back to him, and, like, he was the real deal. I mean, like, he told us that, um, I guess that his parents were very, like, you know, gave him a strict upbringing, but, like, um, his grandmother was, like, the witchy one, and she, like, like, hold the cards up as flashcards when he was a kid for him to memorize them. And, uh, I mean, I don't even entirely remember, like, what the readings were about because, you know, like, we were in our 20s. It was probably about, what job am I going to get, blah, blah, and all this stuff. And his uh, palm reading, too, was really good. Um, But um, actually, the one thing that stands out for me from the palm reading is that he told me that I would have a history of back problems, so to make sure to do yoga, which was good. (laughs) Oh my gosh. <laughs> and and so then like you know he did um my husband's reading first new the lad he's like you know his birthday is five days ahead of mine and um then afterwards you know like i took the cards and i shuffled them and cut them and everything and he like you know took them out and he just did this double take and he was like oh my god and he like looked at the and he was like look at this it's the same cards as yours but in like just different places Oh, I've seen that happen a lot when people are bonded. Yeah. 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 And at first I was like, oh, maybe I just didn't shuffle the cards right. And he was like, oh, I mean, you can reshuffle if you don't think they're yours. And I was like, no, no, it's, it's, these are the right cards. I I know it. So, yeah. And he said how, like, you know, it was pretty much like, you know, always like kind of nice to see that because uh, a lot of times he would get like, you know, this woman would bring in like her husband and he used to do readings and their cars would be in completely different directions. You just have like, you know, this dude just sitting there just scowling at him. Oh my gosh. Well, it, it is interesting that, um, that you brought that stuff up because it is, um, I've had it happen every so often and it's kind of frustrating the person that I'm reading for gets a little frustrated until I start to get more information about the situation and then I realize that it's I'm reading actually for their partner (laughs) they've taken on Uh like they've absorbed everything that their partner is going through and it's coming through them and so it's like well I'm not going through a job change or whatever but then you know you find out the guy that they're with is and there's all these other things unfolding and um very like interesting when that happens um just really <laughs> so, yeah, um, another story that i have really quick was like there was like this one um therapist i used to work with at this one spa and you know like she would bring her 
tarot cards to work, you know, for anyone who wanted to do readings. And, you know, like, people love getting a reading done. So it was always like, do me, do me, do me. But the whole cards were mean. And she always said she liked them because they were mean. And after a while, you know, just stopped asking her. She would just be sitting there with the cards in her hand, shuffling them. I just looked at her, and I was looking like, Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. I You faded out at the end. So what exactly happened oh, no. again? No. No, she <laughs> I said that we would stop asking her for readings because her cards were mean. Oh, so she would just be shuffling her cards, and we would just be like, nope, looking the other way now. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I wonder, was she the kind of person that had a chip on her shoulder, or did she just have kind of an abrasive deck? <laughs> I mean, she said that she liked the cards because they were mean. Oh, because so, you know she she wanted that swift kick in the ass, but she was also <laughs> the kind of person where she would unprompted give psychic readings to the people she was giving massages to. Like sometimes people would call and say, "Hi, so I had a massage yesterday, and the person told me that I should leave my husband." And <laughs> Did you see this person? And she was there like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, don't worry about it. <laughs> That's awesome. In a horrible way. <laughs> wow. You can't just like bombard somebody with something like that. You have to at least ask for permission first. Oh, yeah. And I could see how that would be tempting because when people's vulnerabilities are down, like when they're going through kind of a therapeutic treatment, it's easier to to read people. But at the same time, it's like they're more vulnerable than usual. And you really do need to get take extra steps to get that permission at that point, because they may be kind of out of it, too. And just like, yeah, whatever. Uh What? Leave my husband (laughs) Yeah, and also maybe if you're like, oh, can I talk to you? Like the person might be like, oh, are you going to tell me that I'm going to have a baby? Are you going to tell me that we're going to buy a house? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah, just that's a lot. That's a lot for someone to process while they're getting a massage. So I know that we, um, we've got a few things to cover before we were going to take some callers. I know that there's some people patiently online, um, but there are, for anybody out there who is kind of um, tarot curious, <laughs> or if anybody has used cards before kind of sporadically and um, they just haven't felt a connection with them, um, yeah, definitely aim for one deck. This is I'm just kind of going to tick off a couple things really quick just so people, if anybody is, like, looking to figure out how to use their cards or do any readings for themselves or others eventually. Um, also, one other thing to mention, you need to spend a lot of time practicing with yourself before you go off and start working with others. And then there are levels to that. So you work with close friends and family first, and you kind of really perfect um, the language that you are kind of using with the cards and with other people. And um, then you kind of gradually work yourself out to um, other groups of people. But um, so definitely pick a, pick a deck that you're drawn to. 
um, I do have to say that the, the rider weight or the universal weight is going to have a lot more symbology. It's going to have a lot more of the uh, classic archetypal symbols that kind of really cue into your subconscious. Um, so you can get, there's a common language in our collective unconscious um, that we all kind of are able to share and use. And so um, it's much easier to kind of draw from that, like, kind of more subtle energy when we have visual cues like the archetypal symbolism. Also, um, they, you have the four suits, which um, depending on the deck, like mine are the, the swords, the pentacles, the cups, and the wands, change those four different groupings. But those are going to be, they go up through 10 um, for each suit, and those are going to be the daily life cards. So you do a reading, and um, those are the kinds of things that just are going to be the what affects you from day to day, smaller life decisions, that sort of thing. Um, the wands are about energy. They are about careers. They are about passion. Um, all that kind of it's a it's a male kind of yang energy you also have the swords which are also that male yang phallic kind of energy the swords are about logic and reason and um they can also be associated with kind of legal dealings and that sort of thing um the cups are all about emotions and feelings and nurturing and that sort of thing and then you have like relationships and stuff and then you have the uh, pentacles, which are kind of that abundance, fertility, money. So those are all your daily life kinds of things. And then you go on to uh, the major arcana. So that the those four suits make up the minor arcana. The major arcana is going to kind of tell a story that unfolds through 20-something cards. I'm losing my mind. Um, and you have this journey that the fool takes and kind of up through self-actualization. And so it's just kind of this really amazing story, but these cards will tell you more about your life path and um, kind of those forks in the road that you have as a person, um, what you are supposed to get out of this life. And you really need to pay attention to those. And so when you do a reading, you also need to pay attention to the balance of um how many major arcana are in a reading versus minor arcana. If you are at, you know, a major kind of life moment, you are going to see a lot more major arcana and that is the, the visual cue and you really need to tune into that. Um, yeah, last week uh, I was doing election readings and it, it was election week. I was doing my election readings and yeah, it was all major all whole week. <laughs> Wait, all, what, all week? Sorry, you were fading all out. Major all major arcana, um, all upright. Oh, yeah, that's really in your face. <laughs> 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 Woo! <laughs> um, the other thing to remember is that you there are different schools of thought as far as if you read the when a card is um, reversed, meaning it's like upside down. Some people prefer to keep the right side up meaning of the cards, and there are other people who have a whole nother set of rules for the reverse 
side of the cards. And so um, I usually, that that is where I work is I have different meanings for the reversals. Um, but it also, you will notice that if you do go that route, there are some cards that are so potent in some way or another that their reversals are not that different than the meaning of the card right side up. So there's that. Yeah, I only just know, I only just heard that there are people who only read them when they're upright, and I was kind of like, wait, you can do that? Yeah, I feel like you lose information that way. Well, I mean, from what I've heard, it's kind of like the light and the shadow is what like the upright and the reversal are. Revealing reading and keep it going on, um, on like you know the. If I go to read the verse, I'll just read it that way. Um, just recently, I did, like, you know, a larger reading for myself that was basically, like, you know, with the solstice. And I pulled all of these cards out. Like, like all of them were reversed except for one. And I was basically like, you know what? Not today, Satan. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, the, the, that card, when it's reversed, the, it well, normally it means, like, bondage to the material, that you're too stuck in the material world. You're not thinking about things from that spiritual perspective. Um, and when it's reversed, that's actually a lightening of that. So I believe that, and I don't have the, the card in front of me, but I believe that the people are kind of chained to Satan or the devil or whatnot. And so um, it's kind of like they're falling out of their handcuffs when it's reversed. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I know. It's great. And so there's also... Um, something to remember is like when I first started training with the cards, you know, 20 something years ago now, it was all about memorization and you, you probably want to go out and I, I was never happy with the book that came with the cards ever. Those books are like, meh. but um, go out and find yourself a good book or two and really read through them. I made notes that I would go over and over and over um, I wrote out every meaning, every reverse meaning. I would just keep memorizing, memorizing. And then what happens is you work with the cards with yourself. You start journaling. You start working with other people. And um, you actually get more intuitive meanings from the cards. that can, And so they will be specific to you. Your meanings for whatever are going to be completely different than someone else who, who has read for a long time. And it's you create this language that um, is just really kind of amazing and very um, linked to your subconscious. I've definitely noticed that because the deck that you know I use is um, the Dame Darcy Mermaid deck, and I mean I got it because Dame Darcy is a cartoonist that I have loved like you know practically since the nineties. Like go look her up. She amazing and um, she has an Alice in Wonderland deck too and a cat deck that's just about to come out but like you know her guide for the tarot deck is like very very different from what you get from like you know the typical Rider weight deck and clearly her interpretations so it can be interesting and they also have a dark tinge to them too so kind of good for shadow work as well <laughs> I I oh shadow work that is a whole nother we'll have to do a whole nother show on that um, yeah, that, that yep that's a show <laughs> <laughs> that's a show. I, might, 
I'm making a note right now. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, very deck specific. I the language that is used and um, and then creating that own your own relationship with that deck. So you have these all these different levels. So it really, I mean, it is an art for a reason. It really depends on the person and the deck they're using and how much time they've spent with it and how you know what other experiences that they've had in their life and how that tinges their perspective on how they are kind of picking up on the signs and symbols in the cards. Um, so there's a lot to factor in when you get a reading, but also, so we have like, there's a couple of standard ones that I really think are great. One of them to get the most information is the Celtic cross. And that is something that you really, I mean, that's something you have to kind of work up to sometimes, but it's, uh, it tells a yeah, lot. I haven't attempted one yet. Okay. <laughs> it tells a lot of information. It's really great. Um, it'll tell you everything, all the aspects surrounding the the energy around the issue that you're having, the people involved, the um, any like major issues, outstanding um, other people's opinions, just all these different things that are really kind of fun. Um, but even when you do a, just a yes or no spread. Um, and the one that I usually go with is you do three piles and you're looking for aces and you count up to 13 cards in each pile and you go right to left. And then um, once you have those, if the aces are reversed, it's a no. If the ace is right side up, it's a yes. And since you are reading them from right to left, sometimes um, if you see a no and then you see a yes at the end, it's kind of like it'll take more time. There's a little bit of... Um, stagnation there in the energy or that sort of thing, or you're just going to have to wait. Um, or a yes, but no is like, well, there's an aspect of you that feels like, you know, this should happen this way, but that's not the reality. And so the other interesting thing with those kinds of spreads, whether it's a yes or no spread, or they've got all kinds of other ones that are kind of shorter if you're looking for something specific in them, you really need to also take the time to look at the cards around them, which is something that people don't really talk about. But I've noticed that even in a yes or no spread, any other cards that pop up are telling part of the story. So in every so often, you'll get a yes or no spread that doesn't tell anything. It's, it's just completely blank. You can't get the answer at this time. But they're still kind of communicating with you because you see all this other symbolism and you get kind of a richer picture as to why things aren't coming together at this time. I'm going to have to remember that. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, it takes years. It's, it's and a years lot. To I'm going to have to write this down. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to listen to this podcast again and then write this down. <laughs> I, <laughs> true. I should probably put out, I haven't done a blog in forever, but um, I might start blogging some of this information just because there's so much and we're, we're tackling some pretty, pretty heavy topics. All right. So are we ready to start reading people? I think so. I'm sure, I'm sure other people are like, come on now. <laughs> I know. I do, I'm talking. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, we have, this is the an interesting type of show because it, it has to cover a lot of bases. And so there are people that are tuning in just for the information uh, and, you know, really are stuck with their cards. And I've run into a lot of people who are drawn to the cards and then they get them and they're like, yeah, I don't know what to do with them. So I think it's just kind of important <laughs> to talk about that. It really is. It's uh, 
it's a great tool for a lot of things. Um, so anyways, I guess I'm just going to, I'm going to set some things out there. First of all, um, they're going to be quick readings tonight because I have a number of people in the queue. And so kind of yes or no readings. And then uh, anybody who is wanting a, you can have one follow-up question that needs a yes or no answer. So um, hopefully we can get to everybody. I'm not guaranteeing it, but we do have a good amount of time. So on that note, and then oh, also Virgo asks, if you wanna try your hand at um, doing a reading, I know that you've been working with the cards for some time now. So if you would like to do one, then let me know and you can take over one. All right, I'll let you know. Although, like, you know, I might just be sitting back and learning this time. So maybe I'll, like, you know, maybe I'll, like, you know, like, just, like, cut the deck along with you just to see, like, um, if I get different cards than you do. <laughs> but you would probably be better at, like, doing, like, a reading because, like I said, I'm more of an internal reader at this point so I can read myself. But I don't know if I'd be able to read anybody else yet. <laughs> and that's okay. So, yeah, it's like, I don't know you. I don't know your story. I'm confident <laughs> with my opinions, though, if you need to dump a boyfriend just like that one um, slash therapist that you should work with. Yes, and, they, and there may be some opinions on that sort of thing. Okay, so I'm going to click on the first caller who's been patiently waiting. Okay, hello. You are on uh, Happy Hour with Mystic Chick. How are you? Hello, how are you, ladies? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. <laughs> so um, now I take it you heard the, the rules of how we're doing the readings tonight? Yes, and I was just trying to pose, figure out how to pose this question because you said yes, yes, no. Answers. Yeah, and you, you can just tell me what the question is and I can figure out how to word it so that, um, and they call that programming the cards. So um, the question is oh. really important. And also I want to put it out there to you and other people listening that um, if there is a question and you don't want anybody to know what the question is, feel free to just say, I'm going to keep the question to myself and then we can still work. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, thank you so much for taking my call. Uh, my question is about an ex-partner. His name is Reginald. Um I dated him two and a half, almost three years and a couple of months ago. And he reached out um, about two weeks ago to say he was sorry. But now he, you know, since then has reached out another couple of times. And I want to know his real intentions for reaching out to me by text again. Okay. I'm trying to think of how to word that. Um, so basically you want to know the the end result is kind of like, does he, is he kind of true in his feelings? Does he want to reconnect with you to have a relationship again? Right. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. So just kind of think, and when you think about that question, don't try to answer it for yourself. Just think about the question over and over. That is what programming the cards is. So just um, um, Reginald is reaching out to you to have, because he's ready to have a relationship with you or wants to have a relationship. Um, does that sound good? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
And what I'm going to do now is I'm going to shuffle, and then you tell me when to stop shuffling. Stop. Okay. So what I'm doing now is I'm turning the cards, and then I'm going to be looking for aces. So this is my first pile, second pile. Okay, last pile. Okay. Hmm. All right. So the answer, this is going to sound a little weird, <laughs> but um, so either it's, it's a no, um, either he is not um, being completely transparent with his feelings. Um, I don't know is, there's like a strong woman kind of involved in all this, like an ex, another person. Was uh -huh. was there somebody that he kind of did he cheat on you, or is there someone else like a a sister or somebody that's kind of whoever it is is a very strong person that's kind of interfering. Right, that's why I um, walked away from the relationship because it was. Um, um, dealing with some inappropriate behavior with another woman. So, yes, was cheating okay. going on. Mm -hmm. All right. And it seems like that woman is still kind of in the picture. Um, also, there's the miser's card, which um, it's kind of like holding on to money. I, did you ever, like, give him money? No. Um he was more, he was pretty much stable at the time when I was with him financially. So um, something about him needing money or what, what is the money? Well, it's not always it. money. The pentacles could also be like female energy or that sort of thing. But it's kind of like showing somebody kind of clinging or clutching onto um, that sort of stuff. So I don't know what they has to do with if he is um was he kind of like really sensible or frugal? Yeah. Okay. So um and that's just some I, I don't know why that's coming through, but um yeah. So I would definitely if he is reaching out to you, just be very cautious uh, that if you do kind of get involved for a little while, um, you know, your heart may kind of get broken. Yeah, I, I haven't responded back. I was just curious to know why he continues to just reach out. You know, I thought, well, um, I guess something wrong. I mean, he started out as one chick, and now, in, you know, a couple weeks later, then he's, you know, it's a couple of more ticks. But I haven't um, responded um, because, I mean, it was five years. I was with him for five years. So I, I kind of remember how... He tends to go away for a while, and then he'll reapproach. And um, he, I was just curious, um, you know, what is his what is his intention for doing? Yeah, I would I would definitely kind of 
not participate in that one. But um, and he's not like controlling or anything, is he? Yeah, he he was. Okay. Um, the dad, I think, is why the miser's card is coming up. That the clinging is more clinging to your energy, your female goddess kind of energy. So, um, just uh, definitely keep that in mind. And I know it's hard. I've been through relationships like that before that lasted around the same time, and it's hard to like turn that off. There's always going to be a connection. Um, there is something you can do to kind of help with that. Um, everybody, when you have a very intense relationship, has kind of a an invisible cord kind of linking each of you together. And so if you kind of imagine kind of cutting that cord even with a big pair of scissors and kind of watching him float away in a loving, wonderful way, it might kind of help you balance your energy a little bit better. Because it's, it's, it's the clinging of, I mean, because I'm not pursuing him. He's always kind of like pursuing off it on me. So he's the clinging one, or is it something, you know, spiritually that I'm in the realm that I'm doing? Or what is the clingingness of coming from him? It's, uh, I just uh, Virgo, Virgo last year. And usually, like, sometimes it's no more deep than the fact that they don't like that you went away. You know, it's like, it's sort of a narcissistic quality of like, wait, what's she thinking of? Is she thinking of me? Maybe she should be thinking of me. And then all of a sudden they pop up like, hey, where'd you go? You're not living your life all happy without me, are you? (laughs) Yeah, can't be him. Well, hopefully that gives you some sort of... uh, idea where everything is headed and I, I wish the best of luck to you stay strong and um, I think that you are you have a wonderful energy about yourself and I think that you deserve wonderful things so just kind of envision that for yourself thank you ladies so much I love you both um, stay oh. safe and God bless you please um, uh, you know I would like to um, remain on the line to continue to listen to oh yeah no problem. Oh, yeah, please right. do. Thank you. Okay, bye. Awesome. Bye-bye. Okay, I'm new to the system, so I apologize. Um, I can click on microphones. <laughs> Clicking them off is this new new studio is not uh, as easy to do that. I'm going to, okay, I'm going to see if I, I'm going to click VX. And if I do lose you, please just call back in, and I swear I won't I won't touch your phone number again. You can listen, and it'll be great. But um, let me see if I can just click the X, and it'll turn off your microphone. Oh, I lost her. Okay, I'm going to need to practice with this. Um, okay, so hello. Hello. You're on with uh, with Mystic Chick. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Oh great! Um, how uh, do you? Have this a is Virgo Labs. Listening along. Yeah, <laughs> yes, we we have uh, a lot of wonderful minds in the studio today. <laughs> so that is um, a good point. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I was trying to see. Do you see me and Carl spending the holidays together? Do you see us spending Thanksgiving together? Okay. Um. I'm going to 
shuffle the cards, just ask that question over and over, and do not answer it for yourself. Just keep asking it. Okay. Okay. All right. And then tell me when to stop shuffling. Okay, you can stop. Okay. Then I click the cards and then see where we're at. Okay. So I'm starting the first pile. I count up to 13 cards unless I find an ace and then I stop. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, what's going on with you guys? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, not interested to hear. Woo! Lots of phallic energy here. Uh, <laughs> that's a lot of uh, testosterone. Is he like <laughs> a weightlifter? Like some sort of, I don't know, what's going on with, with Carl? <laughs> um, I don't know. We had a falling out um, Friday. Uh-huh. So we haven't, we haven't talked since Friday. Okay. Okay. And so like, but what is he like? What is he like? Is he muscular? Is he in some sort of like military job? Like what is going on with this guy? No, he's very strong willed. Um, he's a very strong minded person. Oh, okay. It's coming through a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So it's a, I'm sorry, like I'm starting to blush. I don't know. This guy's got some mojo or something. Um, so <laughs> it's, it's showing that you guys will. Um, it's actually showing a double yes, and they're both male yang cards, the ace of wands and the ace of swords, lots of passion, lots of um, just overall focus there. And uh, also the Knight of Swords, which is a, a card that symbolizes movement in, in things. And it's also another sword, another kind of phallic symbol. So, um, yeah, it looks it looks like you guys are, I, I mean, do you have an intense relationship? Have you been together long? Like, what's, what's the story here? Um, it's been going for six years, actually. And um, I don't know if he got scared because... He was the one that mentioned that he was going to propose to me, you know, and I don't know if he's freaked out about it. And he was the one that said that he wanted a child. So when I went to the doctor um, last Monday about having a child and I mentioned it to him, I don't know, I think it kind of like freaked him out. Oh. <laughs> well, you know what? I I get the feeling that that was one of those typical Deer in the headlight guy responses to a life change like that, but he it sank in for him, and he's really going to refocus his efforts. And I think it is something that he wants to. So just go with it, just embrace it. Like you guys will be together and moving forward. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Good luck with that. Like, I just, I would love to know more about your story because this is just, I don't know, you guys, 
Really cute. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you have a great night and good luck with everything. And I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Right. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. 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 Look at you giving the good news. I know. Good news is a good Wait, what was that? I said your cars aren't mean. <laughs> they are not mean. I love my cars. <laughs> no, seriously, they've been, they are like one of my, not, don't take this personally, Virgolette, they are one of my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> don't take them. <laughs> Although, you, I've known you longer. <laughs> I'm kidding. This is true. <laughs> um, okay, well, I think I see. You're, they're your best inanimate friends. <laughs> My best inanimate. <laughs> so, um, okay, so we have another caller, and it looks like we're actually going to be, like, we're running on time. This is good. Um, hello, how are Hi, you? You're, you are online with uh, Virgo Lass and Mystic Chick. How are you today? Hello. Hi, lady. Thank you for taking my call. I, I, I my call dropped through time to apologize. I'm glad I got in. I'm doing great. Uh, I, I can never do the tarot card, so congratulations. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I just, but that's very nice, you ma'am. Um, I do have a specific question, and then I will make it quick. Okay. I, I just want to, uh, do you see one of my uh, male friends? giving me like a, a phone call or you see like we end up having a, a meeting or talking and or please okay. his name starts with his name starts with letter l do you do you have a specific male friend in mind yes one specific male yes ma'am okay then um why don't you kind of focus on well and I want to clarify the question with you first so I make sure that the cards get programmed correctly but um, would it be okay to say like will this male friend be reaching out to you um, for like kind of a relationship is that kind of where you want it to go uh, well I just want to know if he'd be reaching out to me to have a to have a conversation okay not, conversation not a relationship conversation please please I'm posting okay. things, not be quiet. <laughs> so um, just keep thinking about you and this friend um, and him reaching out to you for to have a conversation. And just kind of keep thinking about that. Will he reach out to you to have a conversation? And then tell me when to stop shuffling, okay? Yes. Yes. Okay. Sorry, it was mid shuffle. Um, all right. So now I'm gonna cut the cards. And I'm going to look for aces. I do three piles, so I count up to thirteen cards in each pile if I don't find an ace. Three. Okay. Hmm. All right. So this is a tough one. It's saying no, um, and it's actually the Ace of Cups, which is the card of emotions. Um, I want to ask you, did he 
there's it's showing kind of that there's no life left in the situation. Is he like an old friend or somebody that kind of faded out of your life? Um, he, he's an old friend and he went through a tough situation and I, and um when he left where he worked, a lot of problems came on to him. Uh and I'm not sure if he's having other problems, but it, he was sworn with problems, heavy problems, really heavy. Uh, it's been months now, and uh, I'm not part of that. I, I, I helped him with some of his problems, and all that mm. I've done is just text him politely. So I, I maybe he – do you see him that he's going through a lot of heavy problems right now? Maybe yeah, that's I mean, why? I, I think – yeah, I, well, okay, so it's the Ten of Swords reversed, and so um, kind of that Tens are that end of the, the road kind of card. But, um, yeah, I think it's a it's kind of a dead situation. I don't know if you're even going to hear from him again. Um, it seems like I've also got the Chariot card here, which is showing movement and that he possibly has moved on, maybe to a different job or something else. His focus is... Um, very in a different direction, but um, yeah, I think that job, yeah. the the best thing you can do at this point is just kind of send him love and just kind of envision him being happy uh, in whatever way you think would would help, and then just kind of let it go. And then if for some reason, because sometimes what happens is you, um, it's an energy and compatibility situation, so. If your energy is at one frequency and his energy is at a different frequency, uh, you, you guys are not going to align and communication is not um, possible. And so if you just kind of raise your frequency and just kind of like send him that love, if he is able to kind of raise himself up enough and feel that love, it's possible then you guys can reconnect. But at this point, I think that it's just, it's not um, happening. Oh, okay, that's happening. So, um, yeah, and I guess these people do, no matter how much you love them, like they just have to kind of like go on that shadow path all by themselves and try to come out through the other side. And like, you know, there might be tons of people trying to offer them help, but like they just have kind of have to just go through it. Like the only way out is through. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. And it can be hard for those of us who are helpers and we just want to, you know, we love our friends and so we want to help them a lot. And so sometimes it can be hard for us to admit to ourselves that we need to back off. (sighs) Yeah. And the work front is just a totally, it's, it's a very hard because I think that um, issues with work, like egos get bruised. It's, it's definitely a delicate thing, but um yeah, so hopefully um, that helps and you can kind of just definitely send him some love and just put it out there and just say, I hope you're doing well. And um, then just kind of use that as closure until, you know, if it's possible for him to reach out again. But right now I don't see it. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank, well, thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Nice. Oh, yes, yeah. Have a good night. Well, I don't know where it's yes, I will do that. You. <laughs> well, Keep in mind, this doesn't necessarily mean the friendship is over and that you won't reach out to you eventually. It just means that you just kind of have to kind of like 
just be patient and let him go through his own shit. And then <laughs> once he's out on the other side, then like you'll be able to reconnect with him again. Yeah, it's possible. I will, I will, I will send him love, and uh, that's very. I hope to see you again on the radio. And thank you so much for a wonderful reading. I, I got my head straight. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Have a wonderful <laughs> day. <laughs> thank All you. Right. Right. Have a good night. Take care, <laughs> bye bye. All right. So wow, this has been a very um, exciting kind of night, hasn't it? It has. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. I uh, I think we'll have to do this again every so often. Uh, definitely is kind of fun to get back into the cards a lot more than I had been for a little while. And uh, just um, I just feel like oh, it sounds kind of crazy. And, and I don't know if, if you're feeling it, if it's like an astro- uh, astrological alignment thing or if it's just me. <laughs> 90 seconds. But um, I just feel, like, psychically more open right now than I have in years. Like, it's very weird. It's, like, hitting me in all sorts of very strange ways. And um, it's just a lot to process. No, for real. I mean, I think the year of 2020, as much as it has just been a shit show, I mean, (laughs) like, astrologically, like, you know, there's been, like, what, like 17 retrogrades and uh, planets lined up that haven't been lined up in forever and, like, blue moons and all sorts of, like, weird things. Like, yeah, the universe has thrown a lot at us this year. And so it actually makes a lot of sense that, you know, people are kind of just trying to, like, take this time to turn inwards and grow their spirituality. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that it's, uh, we are in one of those times but it, it really, I do feel it like it's, it, there is, it's just been really interesting. And um, I actually, now I know that in 26 seconds, we will be um, off of the live show, but it will continue to stream. So I'm just going to quickly say, you know, that it's been a, a lovely time uh, doing some readings tonight. And I enjoyed working with all these great people. And thank you for that. Um, so yeah, we'll thank have you to everyone for your questions. Yes, definitely. Thank you. Uh, just very, some very odd situations have come up for me and, um, I'm actually getting back into runes, which Ooh. I never thought I would say. <laughs> so it was something that I had worked with. I'm, I am half Norwegian. I come from Norse stock and it was I have worked with many many methods of divination it was the one that was just the it just stuck in my craw (laughs) no matter how hard I tried I just could not connect I even made my own runes from pebbles from Lake Michigan and I just tried over the years off and on and could not connect with them but all of a sudden poof I am like so drawn to them that like I can't like even think about not touching them. It's very odd. <laughs> they were just waiting for the year twenty twenty. I think so. Well, and it was very strange because um I had all these like little weird things happen where I was like, Oh, 
this rune is, you know, on this necklace. I really like this. This is cool. I'm going to get this. Or, oh, look at a rune book, you know, and buying a rune book after like, you know, 15 years of not. And it was like, yeah. well, why am I so drawn to this? But, um, and I did, I found a really great rune book. I'll have to talk about that at a different time. But um started reading about this stuff. I brought mine out again. I started touching them. And then I had what I thought was a nightmare at the time. This was like two nights ago. And it was this old woman. And I was kind of going through my day. And she kept like showing up in places, random places, coffee shops, you know, wherever I was running my errands. This obviously was not in a COVID era. People were were standing near each other talking. (laughs) Do not have Facebook. Oh, man. Got the germs all over each other. Nobody was like, oh my God, you touched the corner of this piece of paper. I'm going to have to bathe in sanitizer. So, (laughs) but what was strange about it was this woman was silent the whole time. And at the beginning of the dream, she was kind of like far away, like, you know, way across a crowded thing or this or that. And she kept moving closer in different scenes. And then um, I like went to the bathroom or something in this stream and she was like in the bathroom with me. Like she just showed up, like I turned around and she was in my face. Now she didn't do anything. She didn't like threaten anything. She didn't have a creepy face on. She was silent, but it freaked me out so much. I screamed myself awake. And when I thought about it later, I was like, oh my gosh, the energy that I felt from her was actually Freya (laughs) and Freya was kind of reaching out to me and kind of imparting this this kind of wisdom to me and I have felt like the runes like they don't even look the same after that dream like I just they look almost electric to me it's it's a very weird thing Uh, well it sounds like we're gonna have to do a show about them soon I think so I think that that would be a great time and uh I think that a I definitely did not until my latest research really even understand them appropriately, I think. And I, it would be kind of fun to delve into that and with the masses, (laughs) but uh, yeah, so good time. (laughs) One, you know, one thing that like um, I was, just remembered I was going to ask this question, but I completely forgot, but also it's fine because we would have taken up more time from our callers. But what do you think of Oracle cards? Do you do Oracle cards at all? Oh my goodness. <laughs> all right. I'm going to say this delicately. I've been, known to be, <laughs> I've been known to be kind of an Oracle card trollop. <laughs> They're great fun. <laughs> Um, and I kind of, they definitely are in a different category. So I think that, you know, the, the, the difference with the Oracle cards, um, you know, the tarot deck, I have my, my one main squeeze and I'm, that is my, my deck, but I, with Oracle decks, there's so many different ones that kind of convey so many different things that it, it really is fun to play around with. And I think everybody, like you can go through phases in your life where you're drawn to a certain type of Oracle deck because you need certain types of information. And um, so, yeah, I have one that I use a lot. is called Ask Your Guides. Where is it? Um, and I also have, like, 
spirit animal kind of totem cards. Those are always fun. And they're a little bit different. But Ask Your Guides is by Sonia Choquette. And I actually, like years ago, had been meaning to ask her to if she wanted to be on the show because um, I had been going and interviewing a lot of authors and different things like that. And uh, she, I became Facebook friends with her. I should consider reaching out to her, seeing if maybe she'd like to kind of talk about all that. She has a bunch of interesting books and uh, card decks out. She's real good. From what I've heard, like the main difference between oracle cards and tarot cards is that oracle cards are like just like nicer. Where like, you know, tarot cards might just slap you in the face and just be like, no, that's not happening. Oracle cards will appreciate in a nicer way. Like, oh, not really at this time, but you know, like one of these days, maybe. (laughs) Your ducks have some interesting voices. Um, well, the biggest the, the biggest difference with oracle cards is that, um, and some people, depending on the deck, you might be able to do like a three-card spread or something, but like a past, present, future or something like that. But they are kind of standalone also in a lot of ways. So you can just pull one card and you can kind of see kind of something that you need to be working with or an energy you need to kind of let into your life. The tarot cards are definitely a more divinatory. They are going to get answers for situations. All right. I can see that. Yeah. I haven't delved into Oracle cards yet. I think that there's also a thing where like, you know, I want to be as specific as possible with all of the blue stuff that I get so that I'm just don't have like a ton of stuff cluttering around. So mm-hmm. uh, I think that we've, We've all been through that phase before, where it's like, oh my god, I have a million different types of divination, and now I don't even know what to use. So I think that's the more thing is that since I have like you know ADD. I feel like if I have like too many different things to try to predict the future, I'm not going to use any of them because I'm going to be too overwhelmed. <laughs> well, I think that oracle cards are really great for those times when, if you are trying to work with tarot and um, you every so often you end up hitting a wall with the tarot. I just, it just seems that way. Like they either refuse to give you good answers for a while or like, it's, it's just like, sometimes it happens when you're working with them on your own because you're asking questions of them every day. And they're like, you know, things haven't changed much since yesterday, lady. (laughs) Then they start giving you just bogus info because they're messing with you. Like, you know, but, um, the Oracle cards are great to kind of uh, shake up that intuitive energy and kind of take the pressure off and just kind of like, and you can do it also with like painting or drawing or any kind of, you know, intuitive artistic thing, but the Oracle cards can be fun to kind of give yourself a break from the tarot and just try that for a few days and kind of reset. If that helps. No, that does make sense. Yeah. No, there have been times, especially like when you're first learning the tarot and, you know, you kind of like, you know, don't really know what you're doing yet. Like, I feel a lot like Ron Weasley in divination class going like, (laughs) right, so you're gonna, you're gonna suffer, but you're gonna be happy about it. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So, um, like, okay, so I've got these spirit animals power animals they're power animal oracle cards um and they have oh, yeah. like okay power animals power animals is better because yeah like 
yeah, like uh, just so everybody knows, like um, we're not doing spirit animals unless we are Native American because that is appropriation. <laughs> we could do a whole show on cultural appropriation. Actually, we probably should. Oh, couldn't oh. we? <laughs> yeah. Could we ever? Yeah. <laughs> there are. That is a whole can of worms right there. Um, so yeah, I think that actually I might make a note of that one too because um, you know what I am gonna write that stuff down because we have the working with the shadow, kind of the shadow work, and um, cultural <laughs> in a note in the file. Um, but anyways, as I write, do you want me to pull your animal card just to see or? Do you want to leave I that mean, for a different time? Oh, wow, wow. What, what's the power animal? <laughs> I also want to say before I draw the power animal, because I'm writing this note anyways, um, that, you know, so Oracle decks, I feel are best either if they are given to you as a gift, because sometimes other people will pick up on what you need and you're not even aware of it yet yourself. So those are great. Um, but also you really need to go to a place and just kind of feel them out and not even like, you don't even have to like pick them up and look at them, but you, you have to pay attention to your kind of gut and like, it'll draw you to something, a title of something, this and that, like, just go with that. It's not something that is is easily like sourced on Amazon because you have to like, it's a feeling. There's so many Oracle decks that you just have to feel it out, but that's just me. Uh, we'll see about that. Like that sounds like a water sign sort of a thing. <laughs> I'm an earth sign over here, so like I have to go to like, the physical stores. Like you know, okay, so I'm supposed to like go look to whatever's drawing me in and giving me energy, and maybe I mean this this rock's really pretty. So <laughs> I mean, I, I never really get the energy until I get home and I play with it myself. It's kind of like you know when you get a new haircut and you don't really know anything about it or how to deal with it until you wash your hair. And, style it yourself oh my gosh you're right oh my god that's so funny like getting it that is any of this this uh, metaphysical stuff is like a new haircut um okay so just think about what energy you need in your life right now and tell me when to stop oh man what energy don't i need in my life right now Okay, I think I got it. All right, we're mid-shuffle. Okay. Let's see what we got. This is so exciting. Are you excited? I'm excited. I'm ready. <laughs> oh! Oh, oh what? <laughs> you got the what is it? What is it? Oh. Like there's a story where um, my husband was um, hanging out with people playing a game and it was like, you know, you drew like, you know, a card of like whatever, like, you know, um, your sexual energy was and he chose the dolphin and then people had to guess what you chose. And one of our friends like, you know, like picked up that card and said, a dolphin, <laughs> someone's a lesbian. <laughs>
that a great avenue for this is socializing and playing with other people, which is totally off the table right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm not doing that right now. <laughs> but no, well, I mean, I could kind of see that because the energy I was focusing on was movement. Ooh, okay. See, this is good. Um, so, anyways, yeah, just uh, and definitely do your like anything artistic right now. Okay, I like it. <laughs> it's a good thing. <laughs> Man, I want the cards. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought my my spirit animal was the dolphin, but then um, I don't know. I feel like things from snakes and other things. So uh, just interesting. One time we were at a, and we'll we'll definitely wrap up in a second. So sorry to sorry to go over people out there in TV land. Um, but one time there was this like expo by the Donald E. Stevens Convention Center, and they happened to have it was like a kid thing. I can't even remember what, but um, they had like a thirty foot. Boa, not boa constrictor, a python. <laughs> 30 foot boa constrictor. That would be horrible. A 30 foot python, and it was white, and I was able to pet it, and it was the most amazing. Like, I could not leave that snake. Like, I just, Aww. touching that snake made me feel like I was just the happiest I've ever been. It was very strange. Okay. <laughs> See, I always felt like, you know, like my power animal is basically like, you know, a cat. Because, you know, oh. I've been told that I have very feline energy. But I guess if we're talking about, like, movement, you're not getting a lot of movement out of cats, you know. It's like, okay, like, I'm really good at sleeping for 13 hours a day. But, like, you know, maybe we need to, like, embrace some dolphin energy and break out of that for a little bit. <laughs> Be the dolphin. <laughs> Be the dolphin you want to see in the world. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, on that note, I think this has been a very productive session. <laughs> I think so, too. This is good. And uh, so I, I don't know. I think the next uh, episode is going to be a surprise. I think there's definitely some – there's a – we have oh, actually – Oh, yeah, we've got like – yeah, we've got a whole list. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be just either we'll put them all in a hat <laughs> – or or we'll have uh, maybe I'll use a pendulum or something. Oh, that could work. That would be appropriate. Just uh, yeah, do them on a wheel and use the pendulum. But uh, <laughs> all right, well, so much fun. And so, anyways, it has been a wonderful, wonderful uh, episode of Happy Hour with Mystic Chick and Virgo Last. And I wish you all, anyone listening, a wonderful life and a beautiful day and um here's to a great uh next year <laughs> exactly everybody have a happy thanksgiving stay safe and wear masks there you go sanitize early and often yes <laughs> <laughs> good night good night <laughs>